Hey besties! <laughs> hey! Welcome back to another episode of... Estoy Muerta. You yeah. gotta introduce yourself, you gotta say your name. Because people are mad at me and say your names. Oh yeah. My name is... Nayeli. I thought you were gonna say Madison. <laughs> Actually, sorry, my name is Madison. I'm Madison. And I'm Nayeli. Today, we are gonna be talking about... Standards. <laughs> Slash, what do you offer? Not gonna lie, almost a year ago to date, since it's February now, I had the worst standards. Awful. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say they were the worst. They were pretty bad. They weren't. They weren't what you deserved. Definitely not. And Nayeli taught me the importance of like really having good standards. What's funny is that. Madison is has been in more relationships than I have, and it's just I don't know. I just find it ironic that I was the person that kind of taught you that. I don't even remember teaching it to you. Like I know we brought it up a lot, but what was like that turning point when I like would mention it to you? I think seeing you and because you knew what you deserved, and I kind of was like why do I feel like I deserve less? You know, like, what about my situation makes me feel like I deserve less than the people around me? Yeah, I mean, I could tell that you kind of were not putting yourself down, but you would definitely put yourself in a position where, like, you felt that it was okay to be feeling the way you were feeling just because this person loved you and you loved them back. Yeah. And you felt that you didn't have the right to feel a certain, like, mad towards a situation or something. Yeah, every time the topic would come up where I kind of would try to bring the standards I had previously into it, it I was kind of, like, talked down on. So I ended up lowering my standards as, like, a form of, love i guess yeah kind of like validation yeah in the relationship to make the other person feel better i lowered them to provide comfort for them which in turn was disrespecting yourself yes very much so setting a standard is one of the biggest ways you can give yourself the respect you deserve not just that but also it's a form of self-care if you think about it because as you said respect you when you think of self-care at least the one when i think of self-care i think about respecting myself and doing things that will benefit me like my mental health my body or my, my health overall standards are in a way the same form of respecting your mental health mm-hmm. respecting yourself and setting standards not just for loving relationships but for your friendships and relationships with your families as well whether it be with your mom, your friends, your best friend. It could even be with, like, jobs and school. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean, like, setting standards for a loving relationship. I and mean, I, for example, have pretty high standards for what I want in school. And I try to get, in a way, meet those standards for myself. But also recognize that I can set standards for my school. And I expect them to meet them if that makes sense yeah it doesn't always have to be relationships with a boyfriend or girlfriend whatever the case is and i feel that many people when you hear standards set standards everybody goes straight into thinking that it has to be about a boyfriend or a girlfriend in reality that's not the case when people say standards i feel like people automatically think like oh i want a guy who's 6'2 and muscular and this and or I want a girlfriend that has whatever a big ass yeah has blonde hair blue eyes whatever there's so much more to standards that people just don't take in a, into account and people don't really take the term serious yeah I I definitely say that standards aren't taken seriously and I low key blame it on movies. I feel like it's instilled in movies, like in romantic movies, unrealistic standards. And when you think of somebody having standards and them saying, oh, I have really high standards, you automatically go into this mindset of this person has 
such unrealistic standards of, oh, I want the, my man of my dreams to be perfect. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it's not that. It, to me, it was never like that. But when I would tell people my, like, oh, yeah, I have standards, they'd like be like, bitch, you, like, you're doing too much. Yeah. But, like, no, you're not doing too much. It's just because you go off of what movies show you. I think that's why I might have failed so hard at my standards. Because growing up, I think I watched a lot of movies where it was, like, the hopeless, like, romantic movies. And I wanted, you know, the, like, fairy tale and ending or whatever. And immediately I started dating. And I just kept seeing over and over, time and time again, that the people I was around are not happy fairy tale ending fulfilling my hopeless romantic self and so immediately i think i just dropped them all like i was like this standards aren't real like this isn't a real thing you know and i think that's why i allowed myself to get walked all over the way i did not even that i think it's also like people don't understand what a standard is because i mean you just explained it perfectly you said that you thought that your standards were so unrealistic because of your movies and fairy tales but that's not yes it's a yes it's a standard in a way of what you kind of just explained but there's so much more that goes into it that you didn't really know about or really didn't think about Mm -hmm. and until i really witnessed you do it for yourself and when you were looking at like people and considering if they would be worthy of you i was like wow like it's almost like similar to talking down on yourself and how hurtful that can be to your mental and your subconscious and all that you Mm -hmm. are disregarding the things that are true to you and important to yourself yeah i don't even know how i how i got into standards like that i think honestly it's stemmed from my mom in a way when we were when i was younger she used to talk to me about like oh your body is your temple like you can't let somebody else disrespect it your body and your mind and everything about you yourself as a person as a human being whether it's your soul or your your actual physique it's a temple don't let anybody disrespect it and like i was always i would always hear you should respect yourself first before anybody else can respect it and if you don't want to like you know how your parents will at least my mom i don't know about your mom but she would always talk up to me about don't let anybody touch you in any ways whatever like and stuff stuff like that right she would always start that conversation with that but then it would always go into also yourself like you need to respect yourself if you don't respect yourself first then why expect the others respect you yeah so i think that's where my like understanding of standards came and stemmed from and also seeing my mom in a way and my aunts practice that unconsciously and i always liked sitting around and hearing to like the adult conversations and that was always kind of a topic that was always brought up and i could tell and i learned a lot from it which i'm really grateful for actually that is really cool i mean i don't think my mom necessarily looked at it the same way this definitely something i want to instill into my own kids so they understand that you are a temple not even just your body you as a whole are Mm -hmm. and you shouldn't let anybody touch your energy or touch your body if they don't deserve it but And nothing against my mom, but I would listen to her talk about how she had all these boyfriends growing up. And she would would say that she had them for like a week or two weeks or something, and then she'd move on to the next boyfriend. So I almost didn't think about it the same way. I was just like, okay, I'm having fun. But it wasn't really fun. And I wish that I maybe had been growing up with the idea of like maybe this person doesn't really need my time you know and what's funny my mom also was the same type of person she talks about it to this day how she had a boyfriend like like your mom oh i had a boyfriend one week and i had a different boyfriend the other week Mm -hmm. every time she would bring that up she would always bring up but they would just be like friends with benefits without the benefits and i'd be like so what's the point (laughs) and she would be like yeah we'd hold hands I'd give them like the pleasure of calling of them calling me their girlfriend and stuff, but I would always respect myself and not let them do anything more than that. She's like, you mm-hmm. know, it'd just be fun to kind of have that like little drama or like spice in your life going on. But at the end of the day, I always thought about like, oh, I need to reserve my like my body or whatever, and 
not let a man disrespect me. She's like, the minute a man crossed the line with me, it was over. Mm-hmm. She's like, but don't get it. She would always, don't get it twisted. I'm, I was never like the girl you would see without a guy walking with her. Like there was always somebody right next to me, like a guy, which I think also plays a role into why I, I, the way I think is you can be seen with many guys, but that doesn't mean that you're a whore or a hoe or a thought, whatever. You can still respect yourself and have guy friends and little like situationships yeah. here and there as long as they respect you and they don't you're they cross your boundaries and stuff my mom definitely said something along the lines of how she also was not giving herself up to these people and sleeping with all the boyfriends but i think she explained it in a way that she just would get bored of them and just move on like mm-hmm. none of them interest her enough to want to do anything more than just call them her boyfriend so i guess it's the same way but it wasn't as much of like they didn't deserve it was just like oh they were interesting and they were just boring yeah they bored me so i moved on to the next one which there's nothing wrong with that no at all definitely a different mindset and it could also be that my mom and i got it all taught in spanish so i feel like there's a culture like aspect to it that also i feel like plays a role in it 100 percent, yeah because hispanics obviously are in the mindset of wait till you get married wait till marriage and stuff so mm-hmm. that's why i feel like my mom also would talk and instill that into me of your body's your temple i've never really gotten like the whole like when you know wait till marriage type conversation or lesson from her but i could tell in a way she would try to insinuate that without saying it if that makes sense because she also realized that we're a new generation we don't think anything like our parents relationship or at least like hispanic generation yeah um so in a way she would try to shift her her mindset to be the mindset that i would grow up in i kind of want to go back a little bit to when you were in your last relationship because i feel like you were in that relationship in a weird like transitioning time from like high school into more of an adultish like out of high school time of your life many like many of our peers or even just being in high school you have this mindset of relationships nobody really takes them seriously in a way Mm-mm. no it's more of a drama like ha 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 like did you hear this and her whatever are together and then you're we're all just waiting to hear or to see like some drama like come out of a relationship oh yeah he cheated on her or she cheated on him type and no one takes them seriously that's a perfect time to experiment what you like and what you don't like but then after graduating you kind of need to set a mindset that you're older and need to take shit more seriously we're not kids anymore I think I wanted to do that and I wanted to set the standard and I almost didn't know how to because I didn't have the space to grow and like understand what it is that was normal and what was a good standard to set and I don't think it ever grew into growing up and understanding like there's gonna be new standards for what I deserve and what I should get out of this and how we should be in a relationship. And there was still that drama to it. Like it was still, oh, what are they doing? Is he cheating? Is she cheating? Like, why did they delete their pictures? Like, it's a weird transition coming out of high school. Cause in high school, everybody's sees each other every day and you find out more about all the drama versus when you graduate, Trust no one is paying attention to no one. I mean, yeah, everybody's paying attention to social media because we want to know the drama and the, and the team, yeah. whatever. But your relationship isn't about that anymore. You you don't really rely on other people's opinions because everybody's doing their own thing. Your relationship kind of turns more seriously of we like, shit, like, life is getting real. It's different. If you are in a relationship going from high school to out of high school you have to set new standards because it's not the same anymore it's not let's walk each other to class from third to fourth period it's how are we gonna how are you going to fill what i need and how am i going to fulfill what you need 
in between a job and college and barely seeing each other. Yeah. Then how are we not going to drive each other fucking crazy now that we're adults and we have to deal with adult things? Mm-hmm. And once again, that, like, this, my, turning your mindset into a more mature one doesn't just necessarily fall into about relationships, loving relationships. It can be about mm-hmm. your opportunities, your new skills, your job, and such. Most of us went to college. We had to change our mindset of, okay, well, we can't just fuck around and we need to actually study and realize that you're there to gain new skills for your future job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like mindset is just everything. I definitely um, changed my standards for friends, too, once I got out of high school. Because in high school, I think it was more of like, oh, I enjoy my time with you. You know, like mm-hmm. we have fun together. And once I got out of high school, I started realizing like how serious things were getting. I was kind of like, you're fun. You don't make me look or feel good. Like we have fun when we go to this person's house or when we go to this party, whatever. Like we get along well, but you're not going to help me grow. It's kind of like, do you really bring me any anything beneficial mm-hmm. other than making me feel good when we're out? Mm-hmm. And I and I had to realize and be like, I love this person, but you are stuck in the high school mindset or you are not providing me anything out of this. And I think I am providing you way more than you could ever potentially give me. And it almost sounds selfish, but at the same time, I'm not going to be hanging around people who are not. That kind of goes into the saying of you are who you hang around. Yeah. If you're hanging around bums, you're going to be a bum. If you're hanging around successful people, then you're going to start picking up successful, that successful mindset and you're going to follow right in their footsteps. One thing I've realized, too, is I have been making friends with people with the same interests as me, like aesthetics. Mm -hmm. And we click so much faster than someone who right now wants to be an accountant accountant (laughs) or a nurse that I was friends with in high school. We don't have anything in common anymore. You know? I'm now like shifting into like, okay, you benefit me because we can share knowledge or mm-hmm. we have a different type of connection, but there's no random, there's no soul connections with these other people. Like we just used to have fun together. Or we used to have the same class together and that's yeah. why we became friends because that's all we really had to really have stuff in common with people school. School is like the center of your life for years. Yeah kind of want to go into the respect aspect i know we kind of touched on it a little but i kind of wanted to mention of um setting your standards for low for someone is you allowing them to have a certain control over you Mm -hmm. because you can go into a relationship or into something with really high standards but the moment you shift them to accommodate somebody else they're already having some type of control over you, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. Um, I have um, standards are meant to be met. They're not meant to be lowered. The same way that um, goals are meant to be met, the goals are not meant to be lowered in order for you to meet them. Yeah, no, because you wouldn't lower your goals just no. because it's a little hard. No, you send yeah. the goal because you want to get that. It's kind of like me saying, I want to be a nurse, but it's a little too hard, so I'm going to lower it to be an LPN. Nothing wrong with an LPN, but if my goal is to be a nurse, I'm going to try to reach that goal as much as I can. I'm not going to lower my goal. At school, I have this um one mentor. His name is Andy, um, and he, he's so smart bro he's like smartest person like i love talking to him or he said something that really like stuck with me and i wanted to add on to and is why hurt myself to make you happy Mm -hmm. why would i lower my standards to make you happy if me lowering my standards is gonna make me fucking unhappy (laughs) and it definitely will like even if you think oh like it's fine like maybe my standards are too high they're not they're probably too low honestly yeah 
Others are selfish and not willing to lower themselves for you. So why would you lower yourself for them if they're not willing to do it for you? If anything, that person should be wanting to be more successful and be better. A better person just for themselves. Not for you, but for themselves. Mm -hmm. And if they don't meet your standards, then they're, like, in a way, they're not... If your standards are reasonable and realistic, like an example is you want somebody that's ambitious and has a I don't want to give up in whatever mindset, and they're not willing to better themselves, then they're not, I don't know how to explain it. Like, do you get what I'm trying to get at? I feel like it's almost like they're just not the right fit. Yeah, they're not the right fit. But that also goes to show so much about them. Yeah. If my standards is realistic, is realistic enough, but you're not willing to like, willing to better yourself. I don't know. I can't. I keep getting stuff for saying that. I don't know. I can't explain it. I can see it in my brain, but I can't explain it. <laughs> okay, so like you know the uh, the standard of somebody being ambitious and not or having this mindset of some wanting somebody with a mindset that's not going to give up on something just because it gets hard Mm -hmm. that's a realistic standard anybody should have for themselves but i feel like you would notice if someone doesn't have that right off the bat yeah i feel like it becomes an issue when it's like they made theirs themselves seem that way and they're just not that at all yeah because i mean you can't ask someone to be that way if they're that's just not who they are and at that point you have to Admit. admit your losses and be mm. like this is just not we're not gonna work and i did i did have relationships need working on mm. but only to a certain degree if you guys are meant to align you will align but if they are just simply not ambitious that's just not if it's not in- installed into them as a person, they just will probably never be that. And you kind of have to admit to yourself, I'm lowering my standards because I like this person or I want validation from this person or whatever it may be. A connection is going to happen naturally. You're forcing it by lowering your standard. 100%, yeah. What's like an unrealistic standard you think that many people have? Unrealistic? Yeah, unrealistic. See, I can't even, I still feel like I'm not really sure what may be unrealistic. I th- think the one thing that always pops into my head that's so unrealistic, I feel like this, this definitely comes more from guys. Wanting their girlfriends to stop being friends with guys. <laughs> <laughs> or, see, you say that is unrealistic, but unfortunately... That became realistic for me, but it should be an unrealistic standard for someone. 100%. You should not expect someone to remove all of their friends of a certain gender just because it makes you feel comfortable. You have to understand at that point, that's a you problem. Not even that's just, well, yeah, it's a you problem, but it's also you don't trust your, you don't trust your partner. Yeah. The basis of the, the foundation of a relationship stems from trust. Yeah. If you don't trust if you don't trust each other then your relationship unfortunately is gonna eventually fail. Not just with people, but like trusting them that they love you enough or whatever the reason whatever trust aspect you wanna think about it. It doesn't necessarily have to be that that they're not gonna cheat on you or something. Mm-hmm. There's so much more that it goes that goes into it. So you are saying I'm sitting here thinking you are saying like unrealistic standard, but unfortunately, in some relations, ration, <laughs> in some relations, in some, <laughs> in some, in some relationships, that is becoming the standard, and it's strange to me because that was the standard. Is I had no friends, I couldn't have guy or girlfriends, and it was like. That's not normal. Like, this should not be a new modern-day standard. You should be allowed to have friends of both. Not even allowed. It should be a normal thing to expect someone to have friends of 
both genders. Oh yeah, bro. The fuck? It's not you in prison. <laughs> it's it's basically like jail for your mind. You cannot get everything you need from one person. No, you can't. And that's why that's why people have friends because and that's why I'm talking about how it, the value they bring because different people help you through different things in life and give you different perspectives and give you different things that your partner will not be able to provide for you fully yeah and that is an unrealistic standard for your partner to have for you is to get everything from them and to not rely on other people in your life as well Mm-hmm. so i guess i do know an unrealistic standard i knew you did i kind of want to touch a little bit on standards with friends okay so once upon a time (laughs) not too long ago um so i in a way have had an issue with mm, many of my friendships have ended because there's a certain they feel some type of jealousy towards me and Mm. every time it has a bit it has been admitted it's not like i just assume it it's it's, every time it's admitted about it right um and it kind of has led me to also realize that you must place standards with friends too there's two situations that come into mind that i've i or yeah two situations that i've had that crossed with friends who i'm not friends with anymore um the first one being that they kind of, not they kind of, they crossed my boundaries. <laughs> um, both of them did. They crossed my boundaries of, how do I explain it without? Let me ask you something. Did you set these boundaries within the friendship? Because I can sit here and I, as I think about it, I am very good with that. Like I have oh, yeah, told my friends, you fuck me over once, you're out, you're done. It, it's simple as that and i don't know why it's harder for me to do that in relationships versus friendships but my friends who have been around me long enough have known you do one thing i'm not gonna tolerate it you fuck me over you cross my boundary and i've set my boundaries very much so like i have told them i don't like this i don't like that i don't like this you cross that we don't need to be friends anymore Mm-hmm. and i have a harder time doing that way harder time i like to see the good in people like to think give them the benefit of the doubt whatever 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 and i find myself doing that all the time even though to my face they admit how jealous they are of me or whatever and i still take them back and both issues were pretty similar actually Mm -hmm. they were really similar and it all stemmed because of a fucking guy like (laughs) i'm I'm thinking we dealt with the same person and the outcome was completely different because she knew my standard. She oh, knew that I would not take shit. You don't take shit, yeah. And she knew that you are very kind. You care very much about the people around you. And sometimes maybe too much and you mm-hmm. want to make everybody comfortable. And I'm less so about making people, people comfortable, comfortable and more about making myself comfortable. Yeah especially in friendships that she walked all over you no she did both of them did i had a i had the same situation when i was younger like it it doesn't really matter now because it it was so long ago but in the beginning of high school had a girl let's say like backstab i don't know it was over a guy it was dumb i didn't even really like him but it was still weird and I still think it's weird. Don't fucking do that shit. Especially if I have told you, I'm not going to tolerate that. And she thought I would. And everybody after, since that, all my friends have known, she was gone. That was it. We were no longer friends anymore. I will not tolerate that. It's weird. No, oh, yeah, it is weird. I feel like in a friendship, it should be, it shouldn't even be a question to to disrespect someone in a certain way like that. Especially if this is someone that you are extremely close with. 
and whom you tell everything to. Yeah. And this, after this one, that situation, it really, like, put into perspective and really put it clearly for me that having standards for friends is really important. For one, knowing what you want from a person to be your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a way, it, it kind of goes into boundaries and knowing what boundaries to place with certain people. Like you said, not everybody is going to provide you the same things. Some friendships might provide you with going out and having fun, but you know that you can still trust them and that they'll take care of you in case anything happens. Or going to someone because you know that they offer you more knowledge about, like, I don't know, finance or somebody that you can go to that you know that will support you in be like starting up your own business because they have more knowledge in that and, and stuff like that um and knowing that not everybody can be your best friend and not everybody is willing not that they're not willing but not everybody has the right intentions for you in every aspect of your life mm-hmm. and i think that's what i have come to realize and that's a standard that i have to set for my friendships that Every person has, I have to have different standards for every person in my life, like friendship wise. Yeah. I was going to say, not everybody has the ability to meet the standards that you want yeah. them to meet. Everybody has different standards. I think for a loving relationship, your standards should be concrete. Not concrete like that, but they should most definitely yeah. be to a certain extent concrete. Mm-hmm. For friendships, I can see them being shifted. And I remember texting her being like, just like I have high standards for guys, I have high standards for my friends. I remember that. And you do not meet them. I feel like once we start, once we have formed a love for someone, it's really, really, really hard to not feel that anymore because I feel like love is a, such a strong emotion. And it took me a while to realize that, dang, this, this, she actually fucked me over. And she actually, like, does, she just obviously, if you had the nerve to fuck me over that bad then you simply didn't care and love me the same way that i did Mm -hmm. so why would i once again lower my standards for you as a friend if you obviously don't care about me as a friend and once again that goes into what i had in my notes why would i do it for you if you wouldn't do it for me yeah i think i have that too actually great minds think alike (laughs) (laughs) I was going to add on to that and say, like, it doesn't even have to be that you don't love them anymore. You can still love someone, but loving someone and having to sit there and say, you know what, you just don't meet my standards anymore. You don't meet what I value out of a friendship or a relationship. It's incredibly hard, you know, but at the same time, you have to do it for yourself. Yeah, I remember it being really hard. Like, you were, like, on me about it. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, having a phone call with her and being, like, okay, like, I'll take you back, whatever. And it took me, like, almost a month. You were on me, too, leaving my relationship. I know. You were on me. You were, like, this is not right for you. This is not This is not good. This is not meant for you. This is not meeting your standards. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I saw you and I felt every single pain that you were feeling i mean not not to the extent you were mm-hmm. but um at that point we had really already built up a a good like connection with mm-hmm. each other and i was very intuitive about everything and i remember that one night where you finally ended things i remember texting you and being like hey are you okay and then you called me up saying no like you had just officially ended stuff and i let me tell you that is not how it went it was are you okay where are you? Where are you? Found my location. Was going to pull up to my location. Because she somehow knew <laughs> that shit was going south. Because I finally, I finally listened. I finally was like, damn, she's kind of right. Like, this, I can't do this anymore. Like, at the time, I thought that I had really loved the person. And it was definitely so heartbreaking to sit there and be like, you don't meet what I want. You are not fulfilling my standards and it it literally went along the lines of that where i was basically like you aren't giving me what i want anymore yeah 
and it sounds selfish and the person definitely was like you're a bitch you suck you are so selfish whatever let them think you're fucking selfish let them sit there call you a bitch let them think you're selfish fuck yeah because it's at the end of the day it is your world who cares about the saying you're the main character you are the main character of your story reset your standard realize your core core values and stick with it yeah that's what i was gonna go into um with friends you know how i i mentioned that i think that they can be shift your standards can be shifted depending on the person and what you want out of the friendship mm-hmm. but your core values should be they should not change those would be concrete, concrete. nope mm-hmm. no matter what if that person is you can tell gonna fuck you over or whatever yeah, I don't care if I get out of if I get good information out of you, but you're getting out of my life because you're obviously crossing my boundaries and you're crossing my core values. Mm-hmm. I don't want you in my life anymore. Um, but that goes into standing standards, but also setting what you have to offer. Should we talk about how this conversation came to be to start off with? Yeah. So I am now in a new relationship. Very happy. But when I was talking about my standards and what I expect from him, he said to me, well, okay, but what do you have to offer? And I sat there (laughs) shocked. Like, I was like, hold on. What the fuck? And I literally said, let me get back to you on that. (laughs) And I came to Nayeli. And I'm like, bro. He's right. What the fuck do I have to offer? What do I have to offer in this relationship? Well, let me tell you, we both stood there. I remember it was in front of the cashier at work. We were like, we were both looking at each other dumbfounded as fuck. (laughs) We had never heard anything like that before. And you know what? He's fucking right. No, he is. So right. And I, ever since then, I had been seeing things like in podcasts and the youtube videos i watch where it's like what do you have to offer what are you gonna give this This man opened up a new portal in our brains bro (laughs) he did it opened up to a new portion of our lives we were taken back we were like whoa we didn't even know this existed i know it was crazy (laughs) i wish i saw our faces we literally the whole time at work we would pass each other and be like oh this is with something else you have to offer (laughs) yeah we wrote out a list that day pulled yeah. out a nice orange sticky note and we sat there and wrote down the things that i have to <laughs> offer so i had an answer for him the next time i saw it <laughs> oh. anyway but it is true yeah if you set the standards for this person right you find the perfect person for you you set them all these standards what do you have to offer this perfect person what properties you possess that makes you the perfect person for your perfect person you know yeah by human nature we're all selfish and just want want and want want but we never think of what do we have to offer to others it's kind of like the same situation we just explained we were down found we were dumbfounded as fuck because we kind of were in a mindset of we want this we want this we want this but we never really sat there and thought okay but if i want all that what do i have to offer Mm mm-hmm and it's just human nature and it's no one's fault it's just our human nature and that's how we are wired and set to kind of be selfish and yeah we emphasize be selfish as fuck yeah that's still true but think about okay i'm asking for all this but what do i have to offer um a relationship is composed of two not just one person so Mm -hmm. oh i say always keep that in the back of your mind i was gonna say let's let's think about your perfect person right Let's think about how amazing they are, right? Wait, we're talking about what we have to offer. I know, I'm getting to it. Oh, okay. Listen, they meet every single one of your standards. Now think about asking them to lower their standards. You love and adore this person because they have everything you ask for. And now you're like, okay, lower your standards for me. Let's say you don't have that much to offer to the perfect person. Imagine making this person lower their standards. You don't have what they what they require. It's selfish. It can be selfish yeah. to yourself to not meet your standards, but to not meet someone else's standards is also selfish. I think 
if you are unable to do something, you either have to cut your losses and say to your perfect person, Adios. Goodbye. We don't work. We will not be a good fit and continue on. Or you have to step up. That's what I was trying to get at earlier. You just explained it very well. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. You have to step up a lot of the times. It's not just, okay, this is who I am. This is what I'm going to be. And I'm not going to change. No, bitch, you step up. Step up. It is time for you to fucking step up. Because at the end of the day, if the other person's standards are realistic and they are pretty attainable, then what the fuck are you doing not bettering yourself? Not only are you going to better yourself, but you're also going to get the other perfect person that you that meets all your standards. Mm-hmm. As long as they are good standards. Oh, like, hell yeah. If your perfect person asks you to not have any friends, that's an unrealistic standard, yeah. and you might as well say goodbye. But if they're asking you to... What's a good one? What's a good realistic standard that you should step up to? Respect yourself. What does that mean to you, respecting yourself? Or the other person respecting themselves? Yes. Knowing their boundaries. Mm. um, Knowing what self-care looks for them. One thing I think of is... um, I guess it's the same type of thing, but being comfortable with themselves. Yeah. Like, Mm. I want you to already have confidence in yourself and be secure in your own ways and be ready for someone else to be a part of your life. Mm -hmm. And... That is a huge standard to me, and I can't imagine someone having their stuff all together, you know, them all figured out, and then me not having that. You know, my perfect person is there, and I don't have to offer that stability because I don't know I'm not ready, or it's unfair to them. Yeah, know? I mean, and I don't think it's, I don't think it's bad that you don't know where your life is being driven to or whatever, but I think actively showing that you're willing to work on that and that you're taking the right steps towards that mm-hmm. is a big good like green and flag. not just saying like actually doing it because yeah. one thing people also do and i fall for this a lot unfortunately this is what i have fallen for and that's why my standards got lowered so much as i would hear everything i wanted oh i'm working on this i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and i was like okay this meets my standards like like oh i'm working on my jealousy or i'm working on my confidence in myself or i'm working on positive self-talk and it doesn't happen if don't just say it do it yeah do the things you're doing it then you you're full of bullshit see i I believe anything i'm so fucking gullible oh my god like, you're so gullible. <laughs> it's bad. Like, someone will be like, oh, yeah, I'm working on this. And I'm like, this person's so good. They're doing amazing. And they will not be. So what are some examples that you can come up with about offering? Just, like, for those people that don't know where to well, start off. I have some things that I wrote that I have to offer. And they're very, like, again, here's the thing, though. It's subjective to every person. Because yeah. what I might have to offer someone might be the best thing in the world to them based off of their past experiences. But someone else might look at this and be like, well, you don't have this thing. But it's it's all subjective to each and every person. I, well, I'm just saying this is like a baseline. Mm-hmm. Like uh, examples that they're like... Because remember when we were dumbfounded of the question, what do you have to offer? Yeah. We were like, what the fuck do we actually have to offer? Um, we were both like, we feel like we don't have anything to offer. But as time went on, we were thinking critically about this question. We like came up with stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like just kind of like give an example of what, what we mean of what we have to offer. One thing that helped me realize is listening to people tell me what they value about me. Like either friendships or past mm-hmm. relationships where they valued a certain thing that I provided and they would tell me. And it kind of made me think harder about it and be like, okay, like this friend said they really like this about me. But one of my favorite things that I have on here is that I act in every love language. Yeah, you um, definitely do. Huh? I said, yeah, you definitely do. I think that is something that to me is very valuable. And again, it depends on the person. If you are just strictly 
what's one of them? If you're just strictly uh, receiving or giving, yeah, or just like physical touch, like maybe that's only thing you care about. Obviously, you're gonna be like, okay, whatever. But I act in every love language, um, so therefore, I feel like I am very providing in that sense is you will not feel lacking in a certain thing like a physical touch or receiving gifts or words of reassurance or i don't know all the quality time quality time definitely quality time um i act in every single one of them it, yeah there will there is no lacking in any of them in one way or another you do mm-hmm. um something that i put down was support um, I was actually kind of having trouble. I don't. It's been a while since we talked about this. What do you have to offer? And I mm-hmm. kind of really didn't write down mine. I kind of kept them in the back of my mind. I was having trouble coming up with examples, so I asked one of my friends, "What like when you think of somebody asking what do you have to offer in a relationship? What do you think of?" And they also were like taken back. They're like, "What?" They were like, "Girl, I've only heard about standards." I was like, "Yeah, but like, there's also another different aspect to it." And we sat there thinking, and she was like, "Support." And I was like, I have that down. She's like, no, no, no. But, like, listen, like, support and showing them what real support looks like. She's like, think about it. Not many grow up with that from their parents. Yeah. So then she was like, I, she was like, I feel like you're the perfect person to give that support out. She's like, I've seen it in the classroom as, as just being your friend and stuff. Like, you really can show what support looks like. And in a way, that's that literally could give somebody everything not everything but you know what i mean yeah i put support too but i'm more of like a i will be with you every step of the way i will support every decision you make i will back you with everything i will listen to everything you have to say that's and that's what i mean i think it's once again not everybody knows what support actually looks like from somebody that loves you that makes sense Mm -hmm. Not not all parents give out the support that their children need, in, and not many grow up with that idea of somebody can actually support me behind my ideas and be there with me through every step of the way mm-hmm. and hear me out and be like, yeah, yeah, like rooting you on. I also have ride or die mentality, and this is the huge thing that we realized when we were sitting in the ro- yeah. the and restaurant was my extreme loyalty and ride or die mentality to the people in my life i will genuinely ride for someone until the end and that's why i sticked around for so long for somebody that was just not meeting my standards is because i am such a loyal person and as soon as you make a impact on me in a certain way i will always have some sort of love for someone and i will always to a certain extent have a certain certain ounce of loyalty you know and that's why for my friends like i was so crazy about the standards is like i will do anything for you as your friend i will do anything so if you are not willing if you are not going to meet my standards and respect me and do this for me you cannot be my friend you don't deserve it and i knew that as a friend but for some reason we were just so dumbfounded with the relationship (laughs) one i don't know why you know those emojis where they're just standing there? Yeah. That, that was, was us. us. <laughs> that was us. Hand in hand. We were like, what the <laughs> fuck? We looked at each other and we were like, yo. And I literally was like, bro, I know. This shit's crazy. <laughs> this is kind of like, this is going to kind of backtrack a little, but something I just really wanted to add quickly is standards within sneaky links. Standards do not stop at that. Let me stop you. What is a sneaky link? I guess sneaky link might not be the term to use. What What are you referring to when you say sneaky link? You're going out to hook up with someone, but, like, it's kind of pre-planned, and, like, they kind of... Yeah, like, you guys plan it, and it, there's, like, obviously you guys only want each other for that, right? Like, a hookup, kind of. Friends with benefits. Yeah. That's what I mean. It, like, a continuous hookup? Yeah. For anyone who doesn't... might not understand. Like, no strings attached or yeah. friends with benefits. Yeah. Okay. That's what I mean by it. Um, standards do not stop at that. If anything, they're just as important as when standing standards for a loving relationship. And by that, I mean it's just don't let the other person disrespect you. 
Yeah. Once again, you're stressing someone with your body, your temple. Don't do a disservice by lowering your standards just for someone to value you. And yet, they may, like once again, there may be different standards. You might not need this person to be ambitious. But you at least need to have a standard of this person needs to respect you. Yeah. Within even the way they speak to you. I feel like people look at that and they're like, well, we're not in a relationship. So they don't need to respect meet me. my standards yeah. the way someone I would be in a relationship would. But you're still providing them with your time and your body and your mind sometimes. Your energy. And your energy. 100% your energy. If you don't already know that, now you do. Hooking up with someone in that way is providing them with your energy. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. You need to have a standard of how they speak to you, how they treat you, how they treat you afterwards. And this person does not need to go all out. You got, I think there's also needs to be that realization that you both do not owe anything to each other, but at least the bare minimum of respect. Yes. Just treat each other with the idea of you are providing me with this. Yeah. This is a valuable thing. I'm going to treat it like a valuable thing. I feel like we really touched on everything there is to talk about for standards. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some other random things that, again, with any type a topic we talk about, we could go on forever if we wanted to. But I think we talked on, we touched on the most valuable parts of setting standards yeah. and having standards for people and what you have to offer. Yeah, 100%. And I'll challenge you all to go and take out a notebook. And actually just write down what you want in a relationship and then how you can turn those wants into standards. I think that's actually a really good idea. Sit down, jot your standards for other people, and also jot down, think about what you have to offer. Because I guarantee majority of the people listening will be dumbfounded. Yeah, just like we were. You're going to be like, huh. What do I have to offer? What do I have to offer? Thanks for chatting with me, Naomi. Yep. That's such a boring ending. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm just kidding. Um, How did we end the last one? The fuck? I don't really know. Well, thank you for listening to our little chat about standards. Hopefully... Everybody listening took something out of this and will implement this into their lives. Yeah. I feel like this is a very important topic everybody needs to talk about. That's not talked about enough. Mm-mm. At all. And hopefully will be instilled into the newer generation. You know, with that being said, bye. Adios. <laughs>